0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, hello, here we go, it's the Coppike
1: Podcast. What is happening everyone and welcome back to the Copy Podcast on the 1st of 2023. Happy New Year, I hope you had a, a boss one, didn't get too drunk, uh, had a good one with your family and etc. Uh but yeah it's Mick and it's Christian, as always. How was your new year, lad? How was the um how were the drinks and food and stuff? Did you drink too much and eat too much as usual?
0: I don't remember. Anything else smashed. <laughs> <laughs> no no i wasn't uh, i was taking it easy uh, with evelina and her parents and with salma our daughter as well just taking it easy having food a few drinks played some board games and yeah just relaxed and it was it was really nice to be honest just not being out on the drinks and just actually just yeah enjoying it with Only people time yeah family time and people just relaxing in front of tv playing like i said it it was nice usually you know you think of new year's as you know having a well a few drinks and doing something other like than just relaxing but yeah that was nice how about you
1: what did you end up doing just yeah just usual just a bit of food but a few drinks and then uh went down like to the front and like there was loads of fireworks and stuff when uh when it hit 12 o'clock so then opened a little Little bottle of champers down the front and had a, a glass, and then I was like, it was like probably like twenty to one, and I was like, fucking no, I was like ready for bed now. I was like, brush my teeth, get in bed, fuck it, it's twenty twenty three, let's go to bed. Best thing to <laughs> That's the thing, bastard. yeah. Again,
0: getting older, just like oh, it's yeah. it's, it's it's past midnight now. It's twenty twenty three, let's go to bed. I'm, I'm I, we were the same. We just stayed up for maybe an hour and then uh yeah, we went to bed. But uh I like the little part where I texted you saying Happy New Year, how's twenty twenty two, obviously because we're one, one, <laughs> we were one still... hour ahead.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I saw a joke after you sent that, I saw a joke going around where it was like uh, Australia are in twenty twenty three, Europe are still in twenty twenty two, Everton are still in nineteen ninety five. And I just thought yeah, that was brilliant. I love that one. <laughs> like at the time Everton were getting beat by um City and obviously they got the draw in the end, but yeah, I just fucking pissed myself laughing at that one. Uh but yeah, let's let's get into the uh, Leicester game. A uh, bit of a, a bit of a fucking mad game to be fair, but I want to just give a shout out to Paul because Paul sorted me out, Paul Dennison with the um, <clears throat> with the ticker. We had a few bevs in the, in Christian's favourite pub, the King Charles, before the game. I had a few a few madries. had a little chat and stuff, and then met up with um, Lee from Moving Unit as well, I had a few drinks and yeah, they went into the ground, had a couple more, a couple of pies, the usual shit, just <laughs> eating and drinking loads and whatever. And yeah, it was good. It was a good night with them, but um really appreciate me- meeting up with both of them and we appreciate the support you've, you both gave the pod um, since since we started going, really, and especially in the last year in 2022. But yeah, so you, I was at the game, you obviously watched it. So it's a bit, sometimes a bit different in terms of what you th- you come out of the game thinking when you've... Been there and when you watch it because especially when you you've been there and you watch it back and you see different little bits that you might have missed and stuff. But uh I just wanted to just go into the lineup on the game obviously Fabinho's wife was went into Labour so Hendo uh, came into the six. But did you think the lineup was okay? I thought I mean I thought it would be much much strong enough for um for Leicester, especially like we were discussing like how they've been playing and stuff and uh, getting beat by Newcastle, like um, l- missing like Madison and Vardy not playing that much more recently and stuff, and especially Tieleman's not starting that really shocked me. But um, yeah, I, f- I just thought like the lineup was 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 good enough to f- for the game, but I think we saw quickly, quite quickly into the game that uh, <laughs> wasn't quite at the races.
0: Yeah, when I first saw the lineup, I was like, yeah, that's fine. And obviously, all the rumors about Fabinho, you, you know, first there were people obviously on Twitter saying, you know, injury and stuff like that. But soon enough, it came the news about his wife going into labor. And obviously, that's something that you don't want to miss. So um, that was fine. Uh, just, you know, glad for him and his family. And obviously, that it was not an injury, which is good going forward. But I, I thought, like you said, uh, Leicester at home with that uh, starting lineup should should be fine and uh, you know Jordan Henderson played in that role before and without any problems really and uh, Oxlade started again um, to the left uh, so I thought you know it was one of the strongest starting lineups that we could have in this uh, moment so I, I was not concerned really like we said in the preview as well uh, you know Leicester had their injuries not really good form uh, so at, at home at Anfield uh, I thought, you know, I wouldn't say easy, but you know, no concerns. You sort of thought that we will go in and actually go and win it quite comfortably, but uh <laughs> it wasn't the case.
1: <laughs> yeah, four minutes, like Jewsbury all picks it up and it's uh, it's shocking from us, like when you I mean it, just half time went down and I was just went on my phone because I was like, I've gotta see. I've gotta see the other the goals we're gonna talk about, but I've gotta see the first goal as well, just to see exactly like what happened? Because I had a good like vantage point because I was like upper main, so I had a good viewpoint of the of their goal. But it was just so easy, wasn't it? Like he just like it seems to like he just runs from the halfway line. Everyone else looks like the, they think someone else is going to sort it out, and then Robertson maybe decides too late that he's going to try and run after him. And it's the he's, he's already through, and then you're like you're praying for Allison to pull another worldy save out, and um, it's a, it's a good finish, and yeah, but on the back foot. Immediately, I mean, especially about was talking about like starting quickly against um, against Villa, like getting the goal in five minutes, and that that's the perfect start. But to to go one one nil behind against Leicester at home in a game it's so
0: twenty twenty
1: two, yeah, it was like <laughs> I wanted it to be like a fresh, like at the start of like a fresh thing where we're like, right, let's start getting the energy up from the minute go, and I think we saw signs of that in the City and Villa game, but fucking hell, the Leicester game, I mean, yeah worst possible start winner yeah and it went really quick as well how they
0: played it up and then just you know flicked it and went through i I didn't really see what happened in the first instance like when it happened it went so quick and then obviously there was a goal and i was like fucking hell um not the start that we wanted and you know conceding in first five minutes uh have to chase again you know trying to turn the game around it's never easy, you know. Especially when you know Leicester with their counter attacks are really, really quick and really, really good. But you know, lucky for us, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm not one who likes when players get injured. But you know, with uh, Daka uh, having to actually go out later on, you know, I thought you know with his pace, he felt like a threat in the way they played uh, with their counter attacks and how we start the game uh, as well. So. Um in terms of that, that was good for us because I thought they were not as good with, you know, without him. Uh, Vardy is still Vardy, but he's getting older and it's not as, as good as he was. Um But yeah, not the best start, you know, know, like I said, in the first five minutes. Uh, and yeah, just trying to chase and actually turn the game around. And I didn't feel that we, well, we, we created, but I felt it was, you know, felt slow when I looked at the... Yeah clock i was like fucking hell it's already 20 minutes gone here <laughs> i was like we need we need that goal now
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah i remember just so, like saying something similar to like paul like sat next to paul i was like fucking hell like before you knew it like half an hour was gone and it was like we need to like get get this goal like especially definitely one before half time but it's like you said, yeah. it just seemed like we were just just passing it around no like Agency to get it forward. I mean, there was there was times where we would, but then there was times where we were just like didn't seem like we could get through, or we just weren't playing the ball just quick enough. And f- fortunately, we get to the, uh, 38 minutes, and I don't know, I don't know how to pronounce it. Wow, wow, flies, I don't know, I don't know how to pronounce it. Something like that, isn't it? But um, you get <laughs> this, you get this first of the night, and it's like it's a, the proper like it was weird because when like when you watch the replay. You're like it's definitely going out for a corner, like the way Trent plays the ball, and it's just so quick, it just gets his foot on it, and it's just one of them freak goals that you've just got to say, yeah, fine, we'll take it. Because <laughs> when the luck goes against Schiffer, quite a bit of time, and you're like, oh fucking hell, you're not getting like the like you're hitting the post, and Darwin Nunes, especially with the second goal, it's the post, and I think he's at the like the Woodwork more than any other player in the Premier League this season. So to get a bit of luck, like a really massive slice of luck, was. You've just got to take that and be like, thank fuck it. Thank fuck it went in just before half time and we could get up to 1 1 just before the break and obviously the other goal as well.
0: Yeah, and I thought, you know, I was, I think I was tweeting about how we misjudged, you know, passes and just gave the ball away all the time. Like I, fe- yeah. I felt our passing was really, really bad in the first half. So uh, when we scored, I was like retweeting my own tweet saying even when we score, we, you know, miss passing the ball because that was what happened with the, yeah. with the you know, Trent trying to pass it into the penalty uh, box. You know, it was, you know, not the best pass, but it obviously, unfortunately for, for without face or whatever his name is you know it just touched him and went in a went in in a strange way but yeah great great own goal as usual when it's own goals um, so with 1-1 there I just felt like yeah like you said just take that and try to use now we got 1-1 now we can go on and try to win this because we just needed a little bit of luck because we were not good
1: <laughs> yeah like you said that the passing was like fucking hell there was like a, I don't know if it was first or second half like what I think it was uh, Henderson plays one and i think henderson and robbo both play one it's really like just not enough power on it and you're like i can see what you're trying to go for but like especially when like we're trying to get back in the game and stuff and i i suppose you you can't you've got to look at it like both ways they're trying to like trying to force passes that might not be on but if it does work then we might get in and score but it's like i don't know you want people to take risks but you want them to make sure that it's like top quality. Like the pass is like really good and not like they're not like trying to just float it into an area where like loads of blessed players are because obviously they were as soon as they got the goal, they were just behind the ball and ready to counter-attack at any moment. And we were just giving them loads of opportunities to do that. And yeah, major a major bit of luck, but the way it went in was just hilarious and it got us back in the game. And then thankfully, like just before half time, like a bit of bit of quality and speed from Darwin Nunes and Threw on goal, like he just left everyone for dead with his pace, and still annoyed that it's the post to be fair. Like I said, he's yeah, it would yeah. work more than anyone this season. It's the post, and then, um, yeah, the uh, the lethal fight, fies or face <laughs> is just there to uh, <laughs> knock it in and get a second of the night. Amazing, yeah. Um, I, I, I could say I felt bad for him, but I really didn't, but uh, no, <laughs> but was, it's but it's just
0: but it's just you know, it's just one of them, you know, it rarely happens, and it's just one of them nights where. He's just having you know bad luck in everything in you know in front of his own goal and uh, trying to defend and like you said that that speed from Darwin Nunez and coming through I was like yeah this is a goal let's go and do this and he's perfectly you know chipping the ball over the goalie and it goes into the post I was like come on yeah I just wanted to score that goal but obviously that goes in it's two one you take that as well but uh I thought you know you, you could see in that moment what. Arvin brings the speed, the technique, the skills of finishing like that, you know, take a little bit more calmer than he's done before, Bef- you know, when he missed before, like the uh, the previous games, he's just, you know, trying to just force it, but now he was actually mm-hmm. thinking he got a little bit more time on that as well. So, yeah, but with 2-1 going into halftime, I thought, Let- let's go and do this now. Um, you know, uh, we're in front, uh, let's go and finish it off with our third goal uh, in the second half.
1: Yeah, and I just think <clears throat> I mean Darwin Nunes and like the way it's going at the minute, like any other time. Like I think before the World Cup break, that, that chip it, it clips the post and goes in. Like it doesn't yeah. it doesn't hit the post and come out. It's just so unfortunate. But yeah, I mean there's still I mean saw a load of tweets like after the game, like people still majorly on the fence about Darwin Nunes, about like what he brings and he just he gets clicks though, doesn't he? Like I saw BBC Sport on like a Piece on him, like saying, like, oh, is he? Um, when's he? When's he gonna click into gear and stuff? And It's like, it's Darwin Nunes. Everyone, everyone wants him to fail, of course, because he's a big money signing for Liverpool, and they very rarely fail. And of of course, all Liverpool fans are right behind them. And then you get into like the the real pits of like Twitter, where there's just people like just going, "He's shit," and like <laughs> you're just reading, and you're just like, "Let's get out of here!" Like you're just in, in like a. A black hole of shit in Twitter and you're just reading like stuff about Nunes and like Liverpool and whatever and you're like ah oh, fuck this let's get out of here but um, I just thought it was it was very unlucky if that goes in gets a bit of pressure off his back and yeah I mean it's still is it still technically an assist I mean I'm, I'm counting it as one anyway <laughs> yeah but it's it's the funny thing you know about Darwin nunez because
0: obviously it's a big money signing for liverpool it's like a star signing you know and the people like you said he he he's a story every time he you know he if you if you tweet about him if you're a large account like a news account or football account whatever you get clicks and you get attention and interaction and all that stuff the funny thing is that when people question him and say, when should, when, when will he click into gear and when will he become good for Liverpool? But the thing is, he's already been clicking into gear. He's already been good. Like, it's just like, if you think about the before the World Cup, is like we said last time, he scored twice against, uh, against Southampton and was really good. He's already scored, like he scored when, in the start of the season, you know, and you could tell that he's got everything. I think he's becoming better and better in terms of how the team plays. He knows his positions more, like he knows his teammates more. And, I just think now, when you look at him playing, like he's like everyone else has to actually understand football. I would say, or even when Klopp is out in interviews and saying like he's a handful for defenders all the time. He never stops. He keeps on running. He's into positions. He's finishing, even if he doesn't hit the goal all the time or scores. You know, as as long as he just continues to do that, and as soon as he scores and gets a little bit of more self confidence, I mentioned it the last time as well. It, it you know it will click again. And I think when that time's come, he won't stop scoring. You know, that's the thing. He's one of them who, and I, I read something about, you know, people always comparing him to Holland, and that's fine. I don't care. You know, Haaland scores like loads of goals and he would probably break all the records because he's a great goal scorer. He's just one some, someone going into the box with power. He just scores all the time. But I would say Darwin Nunes does more for like as a player with the speed, the technique, you know, Definitely. and uh, the putting He's in, involved, like, isn't he? He's involved exactly. in the play. Exactly, and the pressure that he puts on defenders, you know, and I think, you know, and also the pass to Salah was amazing. The little, you yeah, know, yeah. through part, you know, he he got that in his locker as well, and. You know, I wouldn't say obviously Holland is one of the best players in the world, but it's just that he, he's a goal scorer, He's a machine in in front of goal, and that and that's fine. I would have loved him in Liverpool because he scored the goals. But with Darwin, you need to get so much more. Like you can play him in a little bit of different positions. You can you can't do that with Holland. Like you can't put him on a wing or yeah. that kind of stuff. And he does he has speed, but not at the same speed with the ball as Darwin. I would say you know he's he's brilliant with the ball when it in terms of speed as well. Uh, and I think you know when he. Start scoring goals and provides what already provides for the team, he will be become great for us. And, you know, I, like you said before, Mick, if you can't see that, then probably foot is not for you. You probably should do something else or watch something else. Because, you know, like I said before, people like to compare and all that. But we have had so many, like, strikers or players in the past where you think, like, oh, maybe they will score a couple of goals in a few of them, you know, and maybe have 10 this season or whatever because the expectations, obviously... Have been, they are higher now because of the goals that, you know, that uh, Aguero have scored and Sala have scored. And obviously now Holland has scored. And, you know, before you you were okay with a uh, striker maybe scoring 15 goals a season, you'd be like, yeah, that's really great. But uh, now you expect them to score like 30, 35 to be great. Uh, so I think, you know, if you look at the past with the strikers we have had, there's so many disappointments. And then you see Darwin Nunez who so already scored like nine or something in 20 games uh, and, you know, having assists and always contributing in different ways. You know, be happy about he's actually managed to actually have a success in Liverpool at the start of his career. Uh, if you think of the, the others that we have had in the past and he will only become better. And that's the thing, like you, you've seen what he can do now. Just let's let's give him more time and, you know, he will become great. You know, there's no concerns, you know, at all.
1: Yeah. um, I'm in complete agreement, but I just, like, yeah, some people just, yeah, I suppose can't see. Or maybe what they've seen, they just don't think he's the right fit. And, like, they're more than entitled to their opinion. But, like you said, (coughs) five goals and two assists in 12 Premier League games. Like, seven goal involvements in 12 games. And like, if you break down the minutes, like he's played seven hundred eighty-four minutes in the Premier League, that's like the equivalent of like eight point seven games. So, seven goal contributions in the in eight point seven games, like that's fucking in my book, that's really really good. And I don't know why. I suppose it's the misses and the and yeah, just because he's maybe a bit yeah a bit raw, maybe not the best on the ball, but look like you said, loads of the key stuff that we want there, like pressing the ball. Being a menace, being causing chaos on the other end of the field, and if Klopp's saying that, and like Trent came out after the game saying like, "Yeah, it's not going in for him at the moment, but once it does, like the goals will fucking fly in." So we just need to be ready that it might happen. It might happen later today against Brentford, and I I, I hope it does because yeah, like, we need we need early goals, and we need Darwin Nunes to get goals as well.
0: Yeah, but I think as well, like when you talk about Darwin Nunes, you know it's. You know, it's just tiring to hear people thinking that just because he was really expensive, that they think that he should come in and score goals like Salah did straight away. Like, not all players will do that straight away. Like, but, you know, we put the bar so high up uh, now that you think that, oh, he should score like 20 straight away. But it's just like, take it easy. You know, not all players will do that, but they might do in the long term. Like, it's like when Klopp. Uh, said about, you know, what I mentioned last time as well, comparing him to a young Lewandowski in Dortmund, yeah, yeah. Uh, having like quite rough starts, you know, not as a good finisher as he's today, and it has been for many years now. So, you know, you have to give some players time, and if you can see what he does already, just, you know, relax, because it will come. Uh, so, you know, that I just hope he plays as much as he can for Liverpool because he will score goals. And when he does, you know, I will be I will be the happiest supporter in the world anyway. I was just, you know, dress up in my Uruguayan outfit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 it's just, it's funny, isn't it? Like people just want it to happen now, and we all want it to happen now. But once he, we saw, like he's, like you said, before the World Cup, he was scoring. Southampton game was the, his best performance all round. He's scored twice when he's getting in goal. In on goal, he was scoring. It's just he's just not in a. I don't know. He's just not in the right headspace at the moment. Maybe to finish them chances. But once one goes in, that might be a little a little sw- a light switch will be clicked on, and then he'll just score loads more. So let's just see. Hopefully, hopefully Brentford today is the the day it happens, and he and he scores scores once or twice. That'll be lovely. Uh, but yeah, let's move on to. Actually, I just want to. I just want to just not talk about Leicester fans, but I want to just like mention Leicester fans a little bit because, like, being at the game, like, fuck me, like they didn't. I don't think I heard any song about their own club. It was like uh, uh, poverty Chance, national anthem, usual shit, like just chat and shit all game. Like obviously, just trying to wind Liverpool fans up and whatever. If that's your tactic for the the whole ninety minutes, that seems to be more and more what like away fans do, but. Fuck me, that was a grim ninety minutes, having to, Because the atmosphere from our end was wasn't was not good at all. But like to have to listen to them all game was fucking yeah, just didn't I mean it was good that we won because that like at least like when the match ended, we could be like, right, fuck off now, get back down to Leicester. Dickheads. Uh <laughs> but yeah, yeah that's I, all I've got to say on that. Fucking hell.
0: Yeah, I didn't I didn't hear it through the T V, but I read on Twitter, you know, people, uh journalists and people that was. That was at the game, uh, you know, about their chance and stuff. And I just think it's sad that. It will. It, it just continues, and nothing is really said about it in the media. You know, there's there's other games where things happens when it comes to supporters' chants and stuff, where they actually bring it up in media, but it's rarely is mentioned yeah. when it comes to Liverpool, which is weird. Uh, and also, you know, I don't know uh, if Leicester why they don't have their own songs, but to me, I, I don't know if it's if, if that's true or not. But to me, in my opinion, you know, Leicester feels like. Is it, It's not like a football city from the start, is it? Like it, I, I, I never felt it being like a football city in that way. So you know, what they, whatever they do in Leicester, I don't really care. You know, they don't play football anyway. Oh, they're scoring own goals. That's what they do.
1: <laughs> I mean, when they won the Premier League, I was like made up for them and stuff. But I don't know. I don't know. I just think it's social media, like social media and um, like football mixed together. Like there's a lot, like maybe a lot of young kids and they're like influenced by what they see online and their perception of a Liverpool fan and whatever and I just feel like it's very it's quite toxic to be fair like you you'd expect it a bit more from like Everton or like United you'd expect it not that it's right but you'd expect it more cuz there's like the that fierce rivalry or being your neighbors and whatever but like from a from a club like near the Midlands that like has got no rivalry with I just find it really really bizarre just honestly don't get it um Oh yeah, let's move on from that because it's part of shit. Uh but let's just move on to Brentford then. Uh just to start off on like a bit of a shit point. I was just looking through like because obviously we're we're away tonight. Just looking at our away form, and I don't know if you've, had, if you've had a look, but it's pretty, it's pretty shit. If you look at the away <laughs> league table, we're 12th in that in the table. Uh set we played seven games and got eight points. And yeah, I mean we beat we beat Villa. Which, I mean, <laughs> before the Villa game, so we, before the Villa game, it was six games and five points. We're now on seven games and um, eight points. But that needs to change quickly, doesn't it? Because we've won four on, on the bounce now, which is amazing. And you can see, like, I don't know if you saw the tweet from K- um, Kiefer McDonald, who's been on the show a couple of times. He's a good lad. He put a tweet up saying, um, victory for Liverpool at Brentford, we'll see them leapfrog Tottenham into fifth. Prior to the win at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in November, Liverpool sat ten points adrift of Spurs. Uh, it's mad how fast. I, I, I'm just gonna say, like, and, and, and after that, it's quite easy to like forget how fast they can change. Like, you know, when you win games in a row, like we've won four, and if other teams around you, like Spurs, like <laughs> getting beat and uh, drawing with Brentford as well, uh, Chelsea get uh, drawing with um, Forest. Yesterday, I know they're not like that close to us uh, in the table uh, especially if we win today but it's mad how like, just a few wins in the row can just like completely turn it round but seven games eight points away from home I think that's the thing we need to focus on because I think in terms of home form we're pretty good but it's the away form where you need that consistency and I think yeah we need we need to start winning away from home if we want any chance to be like if we want to even obviously top four is the the goal now unfortunately but like to even get like top three would be would be amazing wouldn't it
0: yeah and i think you know it's sorry i think it's you know now when we have a bit of form even if less there was a little bit of luck obviously or loads of luck as well um we just need to make sure to do the job especially when you know the other teams around us in the in the chase for the top four spots you know if they lose points we just need to make sure to take advantage of that because we've seen in the past you know that when liverpool were having a chance to gain some uh points on other teams you know that lost points we we usually went on to draw or actually lose uh and you didn't close the gap so this is where we need to be now when we have been chasing you know since the start of the season uh to be honest and uh, to take advantage of this situation uh, and go to Brentford and actually make sure that we play our game and make sure we get the three points because in that case, like you said, we get that f- far up in the table. We actually in really good connection uh, to the top four uh, and we can go from there and actually, you know, you know, if we can do that and continue with that, I think, you know, we will actually make it this season into the Champions League spots. but we need to make sure that these kind of games is ours to actually go and win. Um, and not let them have their game plan or actually take control of the game. This is where we have to take the responsibility to actually, you know, okay, like Chelsea, Spurs lost points. Uh, they are the teams that we are competing with and in, in, in some others as well. But now to gain some ground on them and actually get into their competition of their top four, let's go and do this. And that's what I expect as well. They, they have to just take, the advantage and the challenge on, and no, obviously, the players know that they, this, but I want to see the fighting speed from the start. I want to see us understanding that this is the moment to try to just actually go and get the points to, to close the gap. Um, it, it, nothing else it just needs to be done, uh, in my opinion, because I, I just I'm tired of seeing us having the chance and then you know drop points. Even yeah. if we would draw, i will be like, "Come on, this is was the chance for us to actually gain some." Because we we will play the other teams as well, and it will be you know more points that will be dropped in or, uh, as well. But when when we see what happens to the teams the like of Chelsea and Spurs this weekend, um, you will be like, "Okay, this is the chance. So just go and do it." So uh, that's what I expect. Nothing else.
1: Yeah, and and for me that should be like a it should anyway. The energy should be high because like. Would like Klopp said like, um, before the Villa game, we're in we're we're in a chasing mood, uh, and that's I mean, winning four in a row. If we win five in a row today, even better. But like I said if when the other teams around you are dropping points, that should be like an extra fire lit. Like that should be like right, we need to take advantage. Like, go one point ahead of the Spurs if we win tonight, be one point behind Man United, only be exactly. three points behind Newcastle, exactly. um. Five points behind City. I know, like um, City will still have a game in hand, and like we'll only be three points behind Newcastle if we. I mean, that sounds mad to say in any other season. with if we like, we'll only be three points behind Newcastle if we win tonight. But like Newcastle have been really good, we've been shit. So the fact that we're like we'll back up there if we win, it's like it should be an extra incentive. But I feel like we it just needs to be like the Villa game where we went and. We got an early goal. We we stuck at good times. The end of the uh, beginning of the first half and the end of the first half was 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 good. But the overall game, like we seem to lose a little bit of momentum and like trying to make changes in midfield to keep the energy high and stuff. And I saw people saying like we need midfield reinforcements. And I think we all we all know that collectively we all know we need midfielders. Like we do. Like going forward, we we need someone in there who's going to get stuck in. Um, be functional, not like an a, an attacking talent. Because we were saying before we started recording, like we've we've moved from like like we used to be able to strangle games like from from the midfield, like w- with Wijnaldum in there and Henderson at the peak of his powers and Fabinho Milner, like just all like really working as a well-oiled machine. And we've kind of turned into a bit of from functionality to creativeness in there, and we've lost a lot of that ability to to strangle games and if, if we need to press we we can do it but we can't do it anywhere near as good as we used to be able to do it and even if even when we lose the ball we're still good at getting it back in moments but there's times where i used to think back and you used to get we used to get it back like really quickly because we'd all know exactly what we were doing and that, that was a team that was built over a number of years with with the idea of mind to get the fullbacks as our Creative outlets and they still are, and that is still the game. But I think we've we do need a few more functional players or players who are going to put the foot in. Obviously, Jude Bellingham would be amazing, Kaiseido and there's loads of names and you could throw out there that we we need. But I just feel like we can only we can only react to what we've got, can't we? That's the thing. Like we can we can all talk about this and say we need this player, this player, this player. And if we sign loads of players, then boss amazing that'll sort us out. But we can only <coughs> We can only talk about what we've got and what, what we can do. And I imagine it's the same for Klopp because he's on a as fortunately, he's on a he's on a budget. He can't just go out and spend fucking two hundred million on like Kaiseado and Duke Bellingham. Like we'd all love that. But we just need to I think make make sure we're rotating that midfield as much as we can to and and be working on like how we can bet like best avoid like the Jewsbury Hall goals, like we can't have anything like that going for, especially at home. Like I know we're away tonight, but in any game, we can't afford to be doing stuff like that, like with the high line. And I think, like going, we're going to be talking about lineup predictions in a minute. I think that's why for me, Canate comes um, back in tonight just for that reason because he gives us that extra ability to be fa- a bit, maybe a bit further forward and snuff out those attacks. Because I feel like. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if Canate was on the pitch against against the um, Leicester if he stops that attack. I don't know. Maybe he does. I'm not sure. Uh, but there's. I mean, it's just like you're just talking about. There's loads of like variables, like. But um, yeah, let's talk about lineups anyway. What 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 are you thinking in terms of lineups for for tonight?
0: Um, depends. Uh, I don't know what the news are about Robertson. Is he is he fit or is he will he you know be out? Because uh, know. Because the thing is, though, if 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 he still has a little bit of a struggle, I would you know rest him just to make sure yeah, nothing yeah. happens. So Tomikas in there for, for for that reason. If if he's not fit, then you know, obviously Tamikas goes in. But uh, I expect like the same um, starting lineup. But I would like to see Konati informatic just to like you said um, muscles and speed. Like we said against Leicester as well, they didn't play obviously. Um, uh, you know, I, I think we should just try to get him playing and get him going uh, after, you know, a good world cup when he played and, you know, he's like we said, the, the, he's, he's young and he's really good. I think uh, he's really good to have in there. Um, in terms of midfield, um, uh, I'd probably say, I guess Fabinho would be back now after, uh, will he be out? I don't know. Of the, you know, since uh, that's the thing, I like,
1: he, I imagine he'd be back. I'd be, so, I mean, like, like, thankfully, like, the, it, it, baby's fan and stuff like his, um, his missus put like a picture up and stuff so i imagine i i expect him to be back to be fair because yeah. <clears throat> i know like he said like when it's the like day of labor and stuff like he's more than entitled to like miss the game and be like right this is like i'm having a child like i can't i need to be there and stuff but i imagine now like he needs to maybe realize that he was getting making very small steps to get back into Form and I think we like that change in the Leicester game affected us a little bit. I feel like we were getting into a, I mean I say a rhythm. Like we still weren't that great and major part of the game, but I feel like we were getting a little bit. Those small steps were getting a bit better in terms of rhythm and having the players in the right positions, getting used to each other, like getting ourselves back to our usual selves. So I think, I yeah, I'd be shocked if he's not. But then, like, Klopp's a bit nice, isn't he? So you might just <laughs> be like, "Oh, you can be on the bench for this one." But I'll I'll throw out a couple of because we I put out a tweet yesterday, just to have a bit of interaction on Twitter. And if you're not if you're not following us on Twitter, then please do. You can go and follow us on Copy Podcast at Copy Podcast. Same on Instagram as well. If you want to follow us there, but um, <clears throat> Aiden, Aiden the Legend has gone for you know, as his eleven, uh, Allison. Trent, Canate, Van Dijk, Simicas. uh Fabinho, and then he put in brackets if he's back, <laughs> um, Bacicic otherwise, and then Thiago and Kater, and then up top Salah, Firmino if he's back, and Gakpo if he's available, if not Nunes, uh, and then another one Matt has gone for, Alisson, Trent, Canate, Van Dijk, Simakas. Henderson, Fabinho, Thiago, Salah, Nunes, Carvalho. So quite a few differences there between Aiden's and Matts. But, yeah, I expect Canate uh, to start, Fabinho to start. It's just whether he goes, I think he goes Henderson because obviously I thought Henderson was going to miss out the Leicester game because he came off sick against Villa. But he played, I think he played because Fabinho was out. I think that's the only reason Henderson played that game but I expect it to be Hendo, Fabinho and Thiago in the midfield. And then, yeah, I don't know if Gakpo's available. I think Klopp was mentioning it might be Wolves, but it's something to do with the paperwork for Gakpo. I think it needs to be done by, I think it was like midday today or something. apparently yeah. might have been last 12 day. o'clock so, today, I read. O'clock today. Yeah. So, I mean, if we want to get that sorted, then I, I imagine we're very efficient and stuff like that. So we might be on the bench, which would be... Would be I think that'd be a major boost, wouldn't it, for the for the for the squad to have a new player there. Um, but yeah sorry i, I, I took over your <laughs> no that's uh, fine <laughs> I'm, I'm happy with the
0: midfield like you mentioned uh fabinho if he's available obviously hendo and tiago because i think you know with tiago we got the creativity in there, and then i think with henderson as well going away against brentford I, you know people can say what they want about henderson but i think just his mentality and the way he works you know when actually push on the team it's 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 vital in these kind of games especially when you want to go and win i know people are saying obviously with Keita uh, he's more of a footballer uh, and you know when he came in i thought he was doing good, good as well he's more creative and stuff but I, like i said before i just don't really trust him in terms of uh injury risk and that he's not up to speed and all that kind of stuff it's not match fit in, in in terms of rhythm in my opinion but you know it, it, we, we don't know he might start I don't know but I, I'd rather you see Fabinho, Thiago, Hendo and uh, you know when we go to the top three uh, I think Salah Nunez and you know I, I'm, I'm always the one you know defending Oxford chamberlain but I think he was really bad against Leicester and he, he yeah. didn't have the best game against Villa as well. I, I want him to do well because I like him uh, but I think you know he's he's not really contributing. So i rather no. go with someone who's got a little bit more, technique skills and more creativity so why not cavalier on the left to be honest even if he's you know still young and he's he's a bit light in his body and stuff when it comes to like we said he was uh, tossed around by city but that's yeah. that's city for you you know they they experienced they got the muscles in there so but the only thing the only way you can actually get more experience and and and, and actually gain self-confidence and all that is to play so I, i'll go Cavallio nunez sala up front and um with that midfield that I mentioned, and Simica in for Robertson, and Konaté in for for Matip. That's that's my lineup. Uh, and if uh, Gakpo is available on the bench, yeah, bring him on, and you know, in in the second half, and just make him you know score two goals or whatever with his speed. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, he's re types of goals. Oh yeah, fucking hell. I would love, would love a bit of that later. Yeah. I, I, think I, 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 I don't want to be expecting him to be available though because then I will be like so excited and then I'll be disappointed if he's not on the bench. So I'm just going to be like, nah, the paperwork is not done. He's not going to play until both. so that's fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that's the best way to, to do it. Like, he's he's yeah. not going to be available. Like, I, I think if, like Aiden mentioned in his, like if, if Firmino's back, then I think that sort us out because I think we go Nunes on the left, Firmino up front and Salah on the right. I think that's... Like with obviously the all the injuries we've got and stuff and Gakpo maybe not being available, I think that's our best. Like you said, Ox was pfft. Villa was okay in parts. Yeah, Leicester. Yeah, I just felt like I felt like Leicester. We were. It was like we were playing like a a four three two. Like a, like we we had a player missing. Like that left hand side was just yeah. like the whole you know, team weren't good. But no I one, I understand. No I like, I don't like like slating players and stuff, but. When you we're not in a good place, like in terms of, I mean, I was gonna say not a good place in terms of form. Like we've won, like four in a row um, to the side of the World Cup. But like in those games, like we've had huge slices of luck and rode rode our luck, and thankfully got got a bit of good luck for it for the change. So, um, but we need players to be turning up and putting in like a proper shift and like getting on the ball and just being like brave, like. I've noticed like games in the past, like Oxley Chamberlain, like where it's like even like the cup game when he's in like in with a load of kids, and you expect him to get on to say, "Give me the ball, I'll do this, I'll cross it in, I'll have a shot, I'll do this, etc." And he just didn't do it. I don't know. I don't know what's going through his mind, like where he is, like mentally and stuff, in terms of where he sees his future and whatever. Uh, I imagine not Liverpool, but I just feel like there's better options. Like I'd rather play Carvalho over there because at least he'll give you like, the proper, like, you will get stuck in, he'll try and make stuff happen, he'll always ask for the ball, You can pop up with the goal like we saw against City. So, yeah, there's, there's a few options, but hopefully if Gapo and Firmino are available, then at least one of them starting and one's on the yeah. bench and we've got someone to bring on. That's the thing, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and I, you know, this is just a, like a dream scenario in my will, but, I, you know, I, I would have liked to see like, if there was, you know, Cham- Chamberlain out, obviously, and then if not, Cavallo started, Nunez to the left, Salah as, you know, central oh, striker, God. and then Doak to the right. Because, <laughs> yeah, but, you know, to to, to be, a, I don't say, you know, start, but to actually mix up it a bit if we're, you know, in terms of if we're in the game or whatever. But, you know, I think, you know, because he takes the defenders on and he's just a, you know, he's fearless and just going straight at defenders. You know, he's hard to know where he's going to do because he's got the skills, he's quick. You know, it gives us something else, like in comparison to Oxford like, Chamberlain. Like, to be honest, like, yes, uh, Chamberlain got the experience, he got the body, like, and stuff. Like, he's, he's strong, he's a strong lad. But the thing is, he doesn't really, he doesn't beat his man. He doesn't really provide anything at the moment. I don't know if it's self confidence or if it's just that, you know, times, uh, you know, it, you know, his his time is up in terms of you know being this player for a uh, for a top Premier League team because in terms of speed and all that. Because no, he's not he's not old, but uh, you know he's been playing since he was really really young, and he had his injuries and all that kind of stuff. And maybe with self confidence as well, like you said, you you expect him to be in charge when he actually uh, have uh, the chances to. To, to show Klopp that he should stay at the club or at least start games until he leaves because he can provide, but he doesn't do that. And if if you compare to what he's done and what, you know, Ben Doak has, has done when he came in, even if it's been minutes, he's been creating, he's been, you know, making uh, players go and buy hot dogs in the stands. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't say he will start, but it's just more of a scenario where if you've got a kid that has got all these qualities and he's really hungry to show what he can do and you're in a good... um Moment in a game, why not mix it up with someone who can actually do something more? I know you always talk about experience in the defending and knowing your position and all that kind of stuff, yeah. but you know, he he already showed what he can do, so you know, I, I'd rather see someone like him maybe get the chance to come in instead of like starting Oxlade, you know what I mean? Like, because what we've seen so far, there's something really interesting about him. I mean, he actually creates stuff, you know,
1: so why not? I don't, I don't think it's the worst show because I think he's he's now. He is now a first-team player because, like, he was came on against the Villa for his Premier League debut. He was on the bench for Leicester; didn't come on. But I think it, the only thing for Klopp and would be starting him. Like, like I said, those defensive um, formations. Like, where does he know what exactly what he needs to do in terms of defending? And I imagine he, he's getting loads better. That with learning every day on the training field. But I think he's. I I would love to see him start, but I just think Klopp would be like, he's like a last half an hour, last twenty minutes where we're chasing the game or we we can just play. He's an out ball because he'll he'll run over the top and he'll get to, he'll run to the other end of the the field with it like in seconds because he's so fucking quick. Um, but yeah, I just I can't wait to. I just want to see him play more and more. I think it's like and Nunes. just like I want to see both of them. I want to see them both up top. Like just yeah, together. Yeah. Imagine them two on the wings, just like the pure pace <laughs> and Salah through the middle. It's just yeah. pure pace everywhere in it. But yeah, I think there's I mean we've got options in there. I just feel like Brentford, I mean Brentford are, are doing are doing well to be fair. Like their form's like pretty pretty good. Um yeah, they've they've had a few wins and stuff lately. They're currently ten in the tenth in the table. I mean, when you when you look at it, like we're only five points off Brentford and we're in sixth at the moment, they're in tenth. Obviously we've got we've got a game in hand, we can go um yeah, what is it, eight points clear them with if we win today, but yeah, I mean it's it's gonna be a tricky game, like even when like we played them was it last year, year before, like the three three game at their place where just like goals everywhere. I think Curtis Jones scores a, a good goal in that game as well. Uh, but it's never Never an easy place to go, especially mixed in with the away form for us. It's going to be it's going to be tricky. Uh, but score predictions, I asked everyone on Twitter. Aiden replied and said three one to Liverpool. I think I said three nil for Leicester. You said three one for Leicester, so you were closer. You were only one yeah. goal off. Uh, <laughs> but what what are you reckoning? What are you reckoning for tonight?
0: Um, I don't know. It's a tough one because, like you said, we 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 still like you, you you say Brentford and you think like oh that would be an easy game but it's not you need to go there and do the job and it's an away game um and we need to proper do our job to take three points but I, you know if we can go there and do that I, I say you know 2-0 Liverpool like I I just got the feeling again like hopefully we don't concede a goal but you know we're more structured as well uh but I'll say and there's no, you know, we should never ever underestimate any team. We always need to do the job, but I just want us to actually go in there and show from the start that we're there for the three points and I think we will go and win it. And 2-0 will be fine.
1: Yeah, I'll take a 2-0 just on that Brentford's um home form. I mean, Drew with Spurs, uh, Drew with Wolves. Yeah, they've had. I mean, the last two wins in the recent history, in the recent um, fixtures, I should say, they beat Man City, of course, two one away from home, and they beat West Ham two uh, 0 as well. So, I think that suits their kind of game. Like being, I think it's similar with Leicester, like a better, better away from home because they can just, you they know, they've got they can just set up as a counter attack and just be like, right, we'll just fucking sit back, soak it up, and then we'll just break on the pace with. If Tony's fifth, I think Tony got stretched off actually against West Ham, but I, th- I think he'll be fifth for this one. But I think that's like we said, like with Canate being back in, having Canate and Van Dyke, I said last time it's like it's like having a like a double-barreled shotgun. Like you've got two <laughs> players who are capable of like snuffing out anyone, and like like having to like if, if you are Ivan Tony and you're having to like try and like get round Canate and Van Dyke fucking out, must be a nightmare. So I expect Canate to come back in just for that pace and for. pace and power just an absolute beast and we want to see him back in the side after the World Cup but um, Christian I will say I'll say 2-1 to the Reds I just yeah I've been very optimistic last time going out let's go for a clean sheet and then we can we concede in four minutes so I'm not going to not going to say that this time (laughs) we're going to concede I imagine probably off a corner or something Um, but yeah I'm going to go for 2-1 to the Reds um but, yeah, I just want to give a shout-out to Jack Design before we go. If you haven't headed over to the website yet, then please do. It's jackdesign.uk forward slash shop. Enter the code COPY to turn on checkout, and you get yourself 10% off. Um, I mean, the, the links are in the description on all the pods, so if you want to have a little look at the website and mugs, t-shirts, jumpers, calendars, all kinds of all Liverpool stuff, all good stuff, uh, there's, going be, there's going to be a couple of like, cheap deals coming out um, in January. Um so look out for them and even if you get like a discounted um t-shirt or whatever even if you want to fancy one of them and then you can enter the code by 10 you, you get the extra 10% off so it'll be even cheaper for you uh but yeah nice one christian let's hope the reds can um make a five in a row i mean that sounds mad considering like the, the form we're in and stuff and having a bit of luck and whatever but i feel like five in a row can really yeah. else, can be massive can't it like confidence wise
0: yeah, and, uh, maybe another man of the match performance from Thiago and and Trent as well. I think I thought you know against Leicester uh, uh, when we saw that from the midfield, Thiago was brilliant and uh, Trent was great defending as well, and obviously he with was. his contribution to the own goal as well. So you know if we can have our key players up to speed, uh, Nunez going for it, Salah going for it, I think you know we will make it five in a row. But uh, it won't be easy. So. Don't underestimate them. Go there and do the job. And I think the Liverpool will come out with the three points and we get five in a row and actually
1: a really great connection to the top four. So, up the Reds. Up the Reds. Yeah, we didn't even mention Trent because we were just so much like fa- fa- phase being like a goal machine <laughs> getting two. We didn't even... But yeah, Trent against Harvey Barnes was amazing, when not he? It was, it was yeah. nice to say. Thiago and Trent were
0: close in that game. Even if we were not good, they showed what they, they can do. Yeah. So, yeah. They were brilliant. Thiago.
1: Thiago, man, what a player. I love him. Um, But yeah, we'll get out of here. Um, Nice one. Nice one, everyone. Um, First part of 2023, done and dusted. I mentioned to Christian, we might try and do like a 2022 awards show type thing where we do like best goal and best moment, best save, best player, uh, best young player, like all those usual questions. Best bit of you, Best pub, best pie, best pizza. Yeah, so we'll try and do one of them maybe this week sometime just to have a... Because I said to Christian, like, we'll have to do it. And then he was like, I'll have to look though because I don't know what year anything was in. I just... Know, just <laughs> I said is... the same. I was like, yeah. Because yeah. the f- best goal, I was like, what's the best goal? I was like, probably Thiago in Porto. I looked, it was November 21. I was like, fuck <laughs> Just like it all merges into one, like because obviously the seasons overlap into other ones. Sometimes it's really hard to pinpoint exactly what um, year something was. But yeah, we'll try and do that this week, and obviously then we'll do the Brentford uh, review. Hopefully, celebrating a nice little uh, win. But yeah, nice one, everyone for listening, and uh, we'll see you all very soon.
0: Podcast Network.